Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Keep calm and poly on. And we are your hosts with The Post. Every week, Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic is polyamory. Mm, yeah. Polygamy. Mm, yeah. And cuckolding. Cuckolding, which, uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> to find that some of those posts mixed in there. As uh, shouldn't have said mixed with that. And uh, <laughs> we're going to hear a lot of those posts. And uh, in the meantime, before we get to that, Christian's going to tell us what the hell is polyamory. Oh, I am. Or Good. polyamory. Like, polyamory? <laughs> well, polyamory not... sounds a lot better. Does it? Mm. Mm, well. <laughs> polyamory is the yes. practice of engaging in multiple sexual relations with the consent of all the people involved. And okay. it comes from uh, the beginning of it. Uh, poly comes from Greek, which means many mm-hmm. and several. And uh, right. the Latin amor, which is love. Many uh, love. Many love. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm. It's been described as a consensual, ethical, and responsible version of non-monogamy. Oh, so what the hell is non-monogamy then? <laughs> well, monogamy is when you have one partner that you dedicate all your love Got and it. affection to. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this, like our podcast here. Uh-huh. So uh, non-monogamy is not technically polyamory? Uh I don't know. There's so many okay. gray areas in this. Who knows? Yeah. Again, with the here, here's a here's an article. Color. Uh, <laughs> polyamorous relationships when three isn't a crowd on CNN.com. Uh, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> media rules. <laughs> Not even oh, the picture for it's real, real bad, real bad. Okay, <laughs> click out of there before I get cursed by that image. Yeah. Okay, so that's fun. So uh, now these people are known. Primarily for, uh, I would say, for being ugly. <laughs> um, there's uh, and they 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 tend to write a lot of really bad posts online. Yep. Um, usually a lot of oversharing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've noticed with a lot of these that they're uh, they're saying things that, in the eyes of the Lord, are vehemently horrifying, sure, and yeah. yet they say them so casually, and so. <laughs> You know, because my wife and I are in a polyamorous relationship with it's, it's her, she, I, and uh, and Jesus. Okay, cool, <laughs> really good. <laughs> now, Christian, do you want to lead us off on the post, please? Yeah, that's just great. Uh, yeah, this post actually kind of leads in or leads from what we were just talking about, not the Jesus thing, the other thing. Uh-huh. So, a guy who looks like what you probably could imagine he looks like uh, posted <laughs> this to Facebook to detail the difference between mono and poly relationships. So he opens it with mono people. You're cute. Do you want kids? They answer yes or no. Great. Me too. Awesome. Let's get some dinner sometime. Uh, Polyam people. You're cute. What's your love languages? Myers-Briggs? Apology languages? Attachment styles? Harry Potter house. How do you poly? How many times a week, month, year do you want to hang out? How often do you want to communicate each day, week, or month? How many partners do you have? What's your limit? How do you practice safe sex? When's the last time you were tested? Kitchen table poly or no? How long have you been poly? Are you out? Awesome. Let's platonically grab some food and see where things go from here. So I think it's important that I mention that this was supposed to be pro-poly yeah. somehow. It's supposed to make that sound better, which, mm, boy. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, really dreadful things in there. But <laughs> what really stood out to me was apology languages. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah, oh well, you've never been in counseling. That is where. <laughs> oh, that is a uh, where one person has a way to. It's a, a talking style on why you explain why something upsets you, and then the oh. other person then responds. I understand. I hear what you're saying, and when you do X Y Z, it makes me feel gotcha. A B C. There's different. There's different ways to do that. Now, uh, kitchen table polyamory, which they talked about. Uh, <laughs> It means that everybody in the group all know each other and all uh, would be comfortable sharing a meal with one another, whereas some poly couples uh, split their time amongst their partners. So right. this is a more uh, communal. <laughs> just a bunch of troughs just getting together to <laughs> spray various fluids all over each other. Mm. Um 
how many times a week, month, year do you want to hang out? Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's a question that you ask people. Uh, that says, uh, <laughs> yeah, when, don't you just when uh, first get in to know someone? That's exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna need to. When you're meeting a, a friend, you're like, all right, so uh, we've been, we're, you know, we met at work. Uh, you want to hang out after work? But I want to before we do that. I want to know how many times a month do you want to hang out before we yeah. start hanging really out? Really. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well. Counseling and all that makes a lot of sense together. I would say probably there's a good combination there. Of, um, uh, some overlap. Polyamory sure, and, sure. and counseling, sure. Uh, speaking of counseling, a woman went to Facebook to ask for some relationship advice. Mm. So I'm dating this guy. He has a wife, and we've been seeing each other for three years now. Mm. He loves me, and I love him back. He's open to a polygamous relationship, and we discussed it. A few years back, his wife came to my place. I live with my parents, and he told and she told my parents about how I'm destroying their relationship. Mm. I was in my second year of college then. Now I'm done with school, and him and I plan to keep the relationship low-key from parents till we're ready. They've been having <laughs> issues, not because of me, but their own disagreements. Okay. So the guy told her explicitly that he only has two women in his life and is intimate with us both. She's pissed and doesn't like me and called me this morning telling me she's coming to my place to tell my mother that the relationship never ended and everything. Oh, God almighty. I told her if that's the issue, she must also come with him so we can sort this out once and for all And because it's not fair that she paints me as the problem, but he's part of all of this. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem discussing it with parents to clarify anything, but he needs to be there so I don't look like I'm making anything up. I'm confused and depressed. Any advice on how I should handle things if she comes? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> uh, all this is doing is making me uh, plan wholeheartedly to kick my kids out of the house <laughs> the, the, at midnight the day they turn 18 yeah. so I don't have to deal with some polygamous wife of someone coming to my house and yelling at me about my kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now, so, so, so the, now the, the, the structure here is that the husband is Polly. He's he's Polly. Correct. His wife is not, and the uh, the other woman is interested into how she she can salvage this. And what did she do wrong uh, in the eyes of this woman who uh, <laughs> doesn't yeah. want her husband sleeping around? Uh-huh. Real good. Uh, the going to the parents' house to uh, blow up somebody's spot is also really <laughs> cool. That's I like that a lot. Just, yeah, this is this 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 has a feeling of like. Like the whole thing just feels like deep uh, Mormon or something. Not just because of polygamy, but just the whole like it's Bringing okay the for you to just it. talk yeah. to someone's parents like that. Mm, don't like <laughs> I can't that. imagine like calling up a friend's parents and yelling at them about about their kid. That like that would be a great prank. I'd love to do that. <laughs> yeah, not not gonna do that. Or it could be like you know sometimes online. Uh, some guy will be like caught being a sex creep, and then a bunch of women will like find his mom on Facebook and message him like, "This is what your son does. Are you proud of him?" Like that's funny, and that's good. <laughs> that is good. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Good God, <laughs> that hasn't happened in a while. I hope it does again. Is your mom on Facebook? Uh, yeah, she and my dad share an account. <clears throat> So go, oh, go for yeah. it. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Knock yourself out. So uh, on the whole relationship thing here, uh, user poly underscore throwaway four five six four one six headed to our relationship advice to get some help. We've been together for like six years now. Most of that time was not in a poly relationship. We stopped being exclusive last summer. To be honest, the sex wasn't really keeping me satisfied and I just wanted to try something different, which was okay with him. At the start, I hooked up with guys maybe twice a month off of Tinder, and he really wasn't doing much outside of our relationship. Though suddenly about two months ago, he told me he's installed Grinder, and then it seems like he was going out bringing guys home almost every other night. This wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't just all guys. I've noticed that he never really shows any sexual interest in women, and he's never really interested with me in bed ever, which led us into this whole thing in the first place. I understand that bi guys exist, and he told me after we went into a poly relationship that he's bi, but now he's starting to show almost exclusive interest in men. I don't really know how to approach this because I feel like an asshole if I forced him on the spot. Plus, I'm feeling sort of hurt. Why is he so enthusiastic about getting off with guys, but not me? I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> well, <laughs> lady, you hook yourself what I like to call a gay guy. <laughs> that is a extremely gay man, yeah. 
<laughs> which is fine. It's yeah, that's but <sighs> I guess. But um, you know, look, <laughs> it's what it is. What it is, and uh, this guy uh, very covertly used you to get into this <laughs> this situation. Yeah, he was like. At first, he was clearly denying the whole thing, and then she opened up the idea of like Polly, and he's like, okay, "Oh yeah, okay. I'm starting to see something here." And then hey, also, I'm buying. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm buying now. Uh, by the way, <clears throat> and then uh, yeah, he's uh, popping, popping uh, poppers and getting <laughs> yeah. blown out by guys left and right. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he'll get around to women, I'm sure. <laughs> he says she's rep- she's fine with. He's repulsed by my touch. I can't understand what's. I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, that rules. Sorry, lady. Uh, what are the odds, huh? Mm. <laughs> Never heard anything like that happen before ever. Yeah, sure. yeah, certainly not in the poly community. <laughs> awful shit. Like well, actually speaking, of, we should probably stop throwing the word poly around like this because I found this on the Facebook group, uh, leftism feminism. Oh one boy, of my, one of my favorite haunts online. <laughs> Got it pinned there, yeah. <laughs> PSA to polyamorous people, the term poly by itself is reserved for Polynesian people. Mm. Yes, it's a prefix, but please use polyam or polya instead out of respect. (laughs) And a woman added this comment. It costs zero dollars to add an A or an am and help stop erasure of Polynesian folks. Mm -hmm. And then threw a heart emoji on it. Sure. Yep. So two white women... (laughs) Talking Going about to bat. Yep. Polynesian people and how we need to stop erasing them by using a word to, that they use a lot less. Uh, but it's funny because I looked up uh, a lot of Polynesian folks think this is a, a batshit stupid. Yeah, because sure. They Why wouldn't get, they? They don't think about this. They, they're more concerned about their actual, like, the islands they're from and all that yep. specifically. They don't think at all about... Uh, they don't call themselves Polly and get offended when polyamorous people do. Hey, hey, but, hey, bra. Uh, <laughs> I would be very scared too. Cross oh, yeah. those guys. Polynesian. Oh yeah, big calves. Very scared. Coming at you. Yeah. yeah, their wrists are like my god. They're like coffee cans. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they don't care. They're they're real cool, laid back people because. Uh, well, I mean, they just don't think about this dumb shit that they're on island time, online think right? about. Yeah, man. <laughs> They're all just like uh, Jimmy Buffett's, just a, a land of Jimmy Buffett's. You know what I mean? That's what they prefer to be called is uh, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Buffett's. Yeah, just showing up there. Hey, parrot heads, what's up? What did yeah. you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> that does sound. Oh, that really yeah, sounds that like sounds a slur, bad. doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. God damn, good the islands, fucking parrot heads everywhere. <laughs> Can't get away from them. stomped to death by a bunch of Maori guys. Really cool. <laughs> Yeah. So this Sounds is a, a post from a Reddit user, Crazy Carl, which I want to point out is Hell yeah. crazy with a K, Carl with a K, and it's alternating upper and lower case. Oh, so he really knows yes. Case. So Crazy Carl, 18769, <laughs> and he cross-posted this on Reddit to our polyamory. Mm-hmm. Saw this in R Funny, and it reminded me of you guys. And uh, what is attached is an image of a bumper sticker with a tactical camo pattern background, uh, the U.S. Army logo, and in big white letters, the phrase, my girlfriend's husband fights for your freedom, which is pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) So a now deleted user responded, personally, I don't know why a joke about military cuckolding is so appealing to poly people. I don't like poly being associated with cheating, and that is the joke behind the bumper Mm -hmm. sticker. The intent behind it is to meant to say, ha ha, you cuckold soldiers. Choosing right. to take it in a poly context doesn't change the fucked up sentiment behind the original message. <laughs> My husband and I have seen military relationships destroyed by infidelity, and I just think it's weird to conflate a joke that's obviously supposed to be about cheating and try to say it's poly humor. If poly was more accepted, that would make sense, but in the hypo-macho military community that I've seen, it most certainly is not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, this is obviously a lady that uh, has had her own issues with uh, her relationship and her husband. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I I was inspired by that bumper sticker and came up with a slogan mm. of my own. Okay. Uh, so I would be, in this house, we stand for the flag and kneel for our boyfriends while our husband watches <laughs> us from the corner. So I think we could maybe get this shirt made with a nice nice image I of that. I think that is something we could do, we should do. <laughs> If you can get a cross stitch, you know, pattern for the house too, people can hang up on the wall. Yeah, that'd be great. 
Uh, folks, you can go back to our. Uh, I, th- we, I think we did a military episode, didn't we? Did we? <laughs> did we? Boy. Uh, you know, I was, we I was did saying, military realized, wives. Yes, we did. Uh, it was a whole episode about military wives. I think so. Yeah. I oh, think God. It, was it? I think it was. I think it was just the military. Okay. But military wives were prominent, <laughs> and there was many stories about uh, wives just completely fucking everyone except their. Uh, there's brave spouse, troops, yeah. sure. hubbies. Uh, speaking of that, a woman posted her wedding picture onto our polyamory. Okay. And it featured a couple holding hands, citing vows. Um, in the front row, there's an African-American gentleman with a red circle photoshopped around his head. And the caption says, uh, the <clears throat> bull sat front row at our wedding. God damn. <laughs> Now this this was uh this was passed around Reddit a bit as you would expect and then uh-huh. a user named uh, Redneck with a D uh, responded with this Polly slash cuckoldry makes so much more sense once you understand these men are evolutionary dead ends that know it subconsciously much as the properly developed male will chase good cake and fat titties following what their subconscious <laughs> identifies as indications of fertility the degenerate brains of those aroused by the thought of sharing their partners will act on it. Mm-hmm. This is also why attractiveness of the women involved diminishes as you go from swinging couples to cuckolds to polycells, and why poly women seem to always be fat with a herd of soy boys. <laughs> At some point, you must turn to quantity over quality. Mm. Bullying is the opposite of what you should be doing. They are merely helping cleanse the gene pool of the scum that comfortable Western living has been allowed allowing to fester. Do your part and thank a cuckold slash polycell today. Okay. Well... We salute you, uh, <laughs> cuckold troops, for for doing what they're doing. Well, as we mentioned in the uh, opening, there, uh, this theory stands from the yes. standpoint of uh, 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 the uh, downgrading across the. Uh, uh, yeah, from yeah. what we've seen. And speaking of, uh, we would like to uh, talk about our episode artwork today. Mm. Which, if you guys can look at your uh, your iPods and uh, your, <laughs> your zooms, zooms to see yeah. what's on there, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you should see a, a picture of uh, a picture that our, our in-house artist Christian drew uh-huh. of uh, me surrounded by uh, just a gaggle of perverted Christians. <laughs> and uh, this was actually this artwork was suggested by one of our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash Report. This post we asked mm-hmm. uh, our uh, beloved listeners who uh, subscribe. Uh, five bucks a month to uh, give us a suggestion for this week's artwork. And uh, this episode's artwork was chosen by uh, Foot Fetish Matt, as he's called, <laughs> around these parts, around the RTP uh, uh, Incorporated. He um, Matt's one of our bigger fans in, in many ways. <laughs> and uh, this was his idea. And we also got a bunch of other ideas from uh, our, our great patrons. And I want to read some mm. of them right now. Okay. This is from uh, Muffin Topiary, who suggested... Newbie uh, polamorist guy typing up a know-it-all medium post about how enlightened he is. Mm. So it's pretty good. A little might be difficult to fully express that (laughs) via the artwork. (laughs) There's a lot of, it'd have to be like a, uh, oh God, one of those shitty uh, political cartoons where there's a lot of like arrows pointing at you. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. There's uh, a (laughs) medium.com as a newbie polamorous guy. (laughs) Uh, A type we all know very well. Uh, this one's from uh, Dice Smell, who's a, an actual, that's his real actual name. He's a, uh, a friend of mine from, I've known him online for about 15 years now. Oh, is he an and, essay uh, guy? Uh, he predates that even. But wow. he was uh, he was a guy who uh, I actually slept on his couch in Los Angeles in 2008. Wow. Here's his suggestion. A circle of Christians and Geigers, all with different colored hairstyles kids wear these days. Definitely a couple of thick ones and some thin ones, and one has a unicorn horn. Sure, so, yeah, the unicorn. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, I just never quite figured that one out, but we'll get to that later, uh, or not. <laughs> and this last one is from uh, Skirt McGurk, who suggested this: a beaming Christian reclined on his harem lounge, uh, one overall strap undone, surrounded by fawning partners and yoinking on a thin chain connected <laughs> to the collar of a diapered Geiger. Making the Kathy Ack face. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, the, the overall <laughs> artwork was inspired across the board just by a couple 
picking and choosing some features of each of these. That didn't make it in. Uh, yeah. After the episode 50 artwork of putting our, both of us in diapers, I decided that I'm going to hang that. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. Hang that we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> you hung the diaper up yeah, just, from the rafters. Yeah, that's no right. No more of those. <laughs> retired that one. Mm. But thank you, uh, and again, uh, we'll be doing uh, interactive, fun stuff like that over at patreon.com slash report this post. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun over there. You guys will you'll go over there. You'll sign up. You'll Sometimes we do uh, episodes where we will have voicemail calls, which we'll get to later. We'll answer emails. We'll do all sorts of dumb shit. We'll even read posts. Yeah, it's a whole grab, grab bag of uh, all that. What a, Great. Oh, God, am I having a stroke? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, Please continue. Crossed. Let's even get through this next post. <laughs> okay, great. It's a long one, too. Great. So uh, uh, someone went to Cora to ask, what's it like to be cuckolded? And a gentleman named Jack Roden, MBA from Louisiana State University, 1982. I don't know why people put this stuff on their <laughs> names on Cora, but they all do. Don't he even have a this... yeah, LinkedIn profile <laughs> yeah. to your answer about cuckolding. <laughs> You went ahead and answered this uh, this question. <laughs> I didn't intend to be cuckolded. My wife and I had a random three-way with a guy. We had never even discussed a threesome. The cuckolding started almost immediately when she and I saw his penis. He was much larger than my small-to-average penis, at least three inches longer and much thicker. She had only been with three guys prior to me and never had a large penis. I was intimidated, very intimidated. When we stripped off, I was hard, and once she started looking back and forth in mine and his, it shrunk like a Mm. frightened turtle. Mm -mm. But once she started handling his, I had to shiver up my spine, and when she went down on him, I was hard as a rock. Then pretty, <laughs> they pretty much went right at it, and she was uh, orgasming almost instantly. Mm. That really got my attention. Once she had three more, I knew I was in trouble. Uh-oh. I would not have participated at all had she not rolled over to me once he came. I came immediately. After that weekend, I didn't have sex with her for several days. We were mid-20s at the time and going at it every day. I was intimidated. Very intimidated. Got that in there twice. Nice. Once we did it, did go at it, she pretty much forced it. And all I could see and hear in my mind was his big dick in her and all the unfamiliar sounds she was making when he fucked her. I ejaculated in about 15 seconds. For the next several months, I could not last more than a minute or two. She was very understanding or trying to be, and she told me she was constantly thinking about it as well. That really didn't help. (laughs) I would say prior to the threesome with Steve, I was very confident in bed. (laughs) I had never had a problem getting women to orgasm. Mm. After seeing his performance, I was humbled. He stayed all weekend, and if I remember correctly, she had six orgasms the first time, the first go-round, then Mm. two more. They fucked several times Saturday and Sunday with me attempting to participate, but my participation was mostly watching. Hmm. She must have had 15 to 20 orgasms that weekend. All I could think about was the amount of time it would have taken me to get her off that many times. When we were in bed after the first night, she asked how I would feel about us continuing with Steve on a regular basis. I can't even remember what I said, but after we <sighs> fucked her first thing the next morning while she was in the shower, <laughs> and Steve was smiling, saying how cool it was <laughs> that I was a good with carrying on the sex. He said we didn't think he would agree to it. I suddenly realized they were talking about it the night before. They were whispering a lot when they went at it. Oh, I was the odd man out after that. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty brutal. Uh, however, we know that this is, a, unfortunately, this is a fake post because women cannot have orgasms or enjoy sex at all. So. <laughs> pretty good uh, fiction there. But uh, let's hop of, off of uh, cuckolding for now. Oh, <laughs> let's Bad just process. slide out, hop right off of there. Here's a great comment from uh, R. Marvel. Hmm. I would like it if Captain Marvel, Valkyrie, and Thor ended up being in a thruple, but not like Brie and Tessa get talked into a throughway. But I'm imagining Brie exploring the ship the Avengers used to face Thanos, and walking in on Chris and Tessa kissing before the final battle. She apologizes and is about to leave, but Tessa's like, "Wait, hold up." And after a lot of eyebrow action and jump cuts to each of them, the camera pans out to look at the door, and Brie gets pulled in. There's almost more of a fan- that's almost more of a fantasy than Cap and Widow getting a passionate scene together. <clears throat> Top response: Whenever you decide to write this fanfic, please link it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fanfic is 100% already completed. For there's there's sure. probably several gigabytes of it online <laughs> from a thousand different authors. Yeah, that was completed before that post was ever made. Yes, sir. Uh, did, mm. did you just me? I, 
I don't know all the people involved, but did, did this person just go to the actor's names at some point? Yes. Yep. Sure did. Okay. Yep. So, so it's when, not really about uh, the characters necessarily. Uh, yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> went from straight from introduced it with the character's name and then just went straight to the actor's Yeah, I just names. gave up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. First name too. Uh, makes it a little, <laughs> little weirder. I don't know why. I don't like the idea of referring to, uh, uh, was it Chris Hemsworth? Is just yeah. Chris. Yeah, just like, my, but, my pal Chris. My pal Chris. Just, thinking about my bro Chris making out with uh, Brie and Tessa. <laughs> yeah, just talk, who the fuck are you talking? Who is Chris? <laughs> who the fuck are you talking about? You know, I'm a, you know Chris, Chris Hemsworth. You yeah, know. Chrissy Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking about? <laughs> God. Well, <sighs> speaking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Comics recently revamped the X-Men series, Finally. attempting to breathe some new life into our band of Merry Mutants. And uh, Twitter user CyberWolf mm. discovered an even more interesting detail in the new run, uh, which was at least interesting to her. Mm-hmm. So this is a thread that she posted on Twitter. So can I just point out that in the current X-Men run, they seem to have tried to resolve the bitterness of the love triangle between Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean Grey by having all three of them commit to a flexible poly relationship. And I'm very happy with that. Great. I mean, let's be honest. Wolverine has been consistently depicted in the comics as either a creepy stalker or angry about being in the friend zone. Mm -hmm. His behavior has been consistently toxic for several decades. And for Marvel's (laughs) most popular mutant character... That's a problem. Mm. From what I've read so far, we haven't yet heard much from Jean's perspective as to why she would be content for this to be the status quo, given their history. Maybe that'll be addressed soon, before the entire thing is retconned out of existence again. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. the website Comic Book Resource also jumped onto the X poly wagon when they posted an article about the love triangle. In X-Men number one, an infographic for the Summer's House shows the plans of the facility's observation deck, gymnasium, and living quarters. Okay. Rooms are divided into groups of three, and one in particular stands out, as Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey have sleeping quarters that not only neighbor each other, but connect, permitting the occupants to move about freely. Mm. Instead of fighting for Jean's affections, they now appear to be accepting of an open relationship. In House of X number six, a celebration on Krakoa highlighted how chummy the three have become with Wolverine in the middle holding a six pack of beer. Mm. Online discussion has pointed to the celebration mimicking the final moments of Star Wars Return of the Jedi. And it's not difficult to imagine the three heading back to the Summer's house for a more private <laughs> celebration. So I'd like to make everybody it's aware not that difficult at all. This whole theory <laughs> springs from that single image in that. Yeah. Last issue of House of X of Wolverine with his arms around mm-hmm. Gene and Cyclops, and they're all uh-huh. just celebrating a victory. Uh, that is where this and so many more posts have sprung from is yeah. that one drawing. Well, not only so, that, but the uh, that classic poly setup of having three sleeping quarters that neighbor <laughs> each other with doors between them. That, yeah. You know now, how I people also- have sex together and. Get intimate with each other. <laughs> I also do not like uh, saying that the final moments of Star Wars Return of the Jedi is is being hinted at as being a polyamorous moment in a roundabout way. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> you have a picture of three characters together. It's like it's either Poly or Return of the Jedi. That's really the only choices we got. Are we talking about Han, Leia, uh, and Luke here, or are we talking about the Force ghosts of Vader yeah. and Yoda? <laughs> Yeah, we're Darth Vader, about, Yoda, and Obi Wan are poly. We're talking about C three PO, R two D two, and uh, uh, Wicked God, the, the Wicked, the yeah, Ewok. <laughs> Wicked the Ewok. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's a triangle. I'd love to see it completed. I also like the idea that the uh, the uh, quote unquote behavior of the most popular character is a problem. <laughs> toxic. <laughs> Wolverine, the most vicious uh, comic book character, has really toxic behavior. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it also it's a great idea for for Marvel to change the uh, quote unquote behavior of their most popular character. <sighs> to God. and the problem is when you do that, you appease people like uh, at Cyberwolf, Cyberwolf, who, who should not be. Allowed in public. And, well, probably never as actually in public at any point. So I guess that's kind of works out. So speaking of uh, all this uh, horrible shit, there's a, a guy created a thread titled, So I guess I'm polyamorous uh, to the R waifuism subreddit. Don't like that. 
I've been thinking long and hard about this for a few weeks. I've been with Mayu for a year and still love her very much, but around the beginning of this month, I started to develop a crush on another 2D girl on the side. I had tried to just see how long it would take for my feelings to blow over, but the longer things went on, the less desire I had to choose one over the other. I know this is a controversial topic here, and there is still room for my feelings to change. For all I know, I may see this as a mistake in the future, but for now, I'm just going to accept Selica into my heart. And a lot of folks were actually uh, very supportive of the OP, which is very nice oh, to hear. Oh, sure. However, uh, one user named uh, PM Me Cute Mega Neko responded with this. I'm worried for the community at large with a decision like this. I'm glad I had the chance to talk to you a few weeks back about this, but I never considered that this might be a direction you would take, and it really doesn't sit well with me. I really ought not to tell you how to feel or what to do, but I'm worried about the implications. Other waifu communities view polamory as a joke because it opens people to the idea that we can have as many waifus as we want. Okay. Suddenly people with harems of waifus will show up. Anime fans that use the term waifu ironically will show up. People with rooms full of dakimakuras and figures of tons of characters will show up and claim that every last one of them is their waifu. It may not be a slippery slope for you personally, but it could easily go that direction for other people. The integrity of the concept is important. Your waifu's feelings are important. Don't get me wrong. I believe your happiness is important, too, even if I don't sound like it here. I don't want our community, the ones we love, and the entire concept we're based on to become a joke. I want you to do what makes you happy, but what kind of community do we become if this becomes a regular occurrence? I just don't think it bodes well. I wish you all the best regardless. God damn. So, that guy should tread (laughs) tread lightly or else he's going to make it the whole community (laughs) a laughing stock. Okay, here's here's something I think about a lot when we go through posts like this is like the amount of time and effort that the these these guys put into stuff like this, like the thought process behind it. It's somewhere like the cure for cancer like lives sure. in the mind of somebody like this. You know these are I mean? all pretty bright guys, typically we would say, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So if they were to like focus on oh anything outside of like anime characters and body pillows, like oh my god. Just I mean, <laughs> it's uh, doomed. We're all doomed. It's great. Uh, yeah, certainly. Yeah, there's there's a a, a million coronavirus vaccines uh, that have been moved out of the way for uh, a pink-haired 11-year-old 2D drawing to exist in these guys' minds. <laughs> Just rotating in three dimensions every yeah. 24 hours a day. <laughs> Just T posed in their mind at all mm. times. Mm. Mm, God damn, great. Uh, well, hey, you know what? Uh, <laughs> speaking of perverts who consume too much media, great. This is from our fan theories, which I think may be on the top list of uh, <sighs> one of the worst. It is absolute there. dog shit. Yeah. So this starts like this: Mario and Bowser are not actually fighting, but are in a personal mm. competition to keep Peach longer. We can see them teaming up without much animosity during the RPGs, and they go go karting together with an astounding regularity for mortal (laughs) enemies. The reason for this is clear. Mario, Peach, and Bowser are in a polyamorous relationship that benefits their mutual kingdoms. The premise is simple. Bowser, quote-unquote, kidnaps Peach, and Mario rushes to get her back. As he does this, he also manages to fix any economic, personal, or pest control problems that might be harming Mushroom Kingdom by doing odd jobs and gathering coins from fallen foes. With the power of the green mushrooms, he can wage a one-man war without the fear of doing any damage to his body. While he's doing this, Bowser and Peach obviously roleplay a master-servant role that Peach is unable to experience anywhere else because she's a princess. Mm. My proof for this is twofold. (laughs) In Mario Sunshine, Peach is told that Bowser Jr. is her son. Instead of the obvious reaction of, but I've never had a kid, you must be wrong, she instead reacts with, so you're Bowser's son. Showing this that she isn't surprised that Bowser's kid is claiming her as his mother and that Mario is likely her main lover as her child with Bowser is Bowser's son and Mm -hmm. not hers. At the end of the game, we learn that Bowser Jr. isn't Peach's child, yet her reaction still suggests that she did have one with Bowser. Two, uh-huh. we are always shown that Bowser keeps Peach in a cage, but we also <laughs> never see that we also see that she never suffers any ill effects of this. You aren't kept locked up by your enemy, who is expressly said to be in love with you, without showing some damage from the experience. The dress would be stained by Jundin Grime or ripped to make room for spiky turtle wang if Peach was right. really there against her will. 
we can assume that she's fed well and allowed to bathe and wash her clothing before Mario arrives to, quote, save her. It also explains why Mario is never given the standard hero reward, as Peach would have likely needed time to heal after the ordeal, as Bowser is several times her size. <laughs> given these points, a Mario-slash-Peach-slash-Bowser mutual agreed-upon relationship seems to explain much of the series' yeah. more confusing <laughs> aspects. It really does. Sure. Yeah, just cl- cleared that right up cleared for me. Cleared up all of it. <laughs> Uh, I could buy that they're I could buy that they're having a love triangle, but I prefer to think of Bowser as the bull in this cuckolding uh, <laughs> relationship. Uh, there's no doubt uh, Mario has fetishized the idea of his his old lady getting just pounded by some big spiky turtled monster. Mario in the corner of the room on a little stool, making his pud. Mamma yeah. mia. <laughs> Uh-huh, that's right folks. That's that's absolutely right. Uh I found a user on Tumblr named uh, Glitter of Revolt. And here's their bio. I'm a fat, mentally ill, teenage slut, polyamorous, vegan, trans, queer woman, rebel of color, fighting all oppression on the daily, smashing the patriarchy, burning the state, ending the occupation, breaking apart white supremacy, demolishing the cis heteronorm and destroying capitalism. An intersectional radical activist working to end the whole entirety of Kiriarchy. I use she, her pronouns. My radical and intersectional revolution will have an anarchist, communist, info anarchist, syndicalist, feminist, anti Zionist, slash pro Palestinian, queer and earth slash animal liberationist agenda, and it will fight racism, ableism, the beauty model, imperialism, militarism, colonialism, and ageism, or it won't be my revolution. My blog is a body-positive, sex-worker-positive, sex-neutral, and reverse-discriminatory safe space for all oppressed people. I maintain an active agenda against the people who oppress me, including but not limited to misandry, anti-white racism, hatred of the rich, and mentally well, cisphobia, heterophobia, and more. So be aware. Turfs, burfs, swerfs, rad scum, <laughs> true scum, white feminists, and manarchists, seriously stay the fuck away. Porn blogs and generally oppressive scum, that includes you too. I'll try my best to tag for triggers. Wow. So, that is a, a lot of descriptors for someone who more than likely doesn't even leave their house. No. So, yeah. Boy, uh, too busy <laughs> fighting uh, what the, the kiriarchy. I'm not sure. I don't know what that one. That's a new one to me. Uh, I'm sad to say I know what just about everything else means, but that one that was new to me. Uh, I don't know what a burf is, but I, I do like I just like saying burf. It's so pretty that, fun. That's a Mario thing, right? Is that not one of the enemies from <laughs> Donut Hill Zone or whatever? That's Ooh, right. Yeah, I'm really glad. Just just mash two video games together. Not happy about that. And I do, I do imagine she definitely spends a lot of time worrying about tagging for triggers as well. Yeah, she <laughs> as she indicated she tries her best. Well, we know what that means. That means a lot of time. And here's a trigger warning, folks. Uh, there's a book available. On uh, Apple Books and Amazon Kindle called uh, "How to Make Extremely Damn Ass Good Artists and Sourdough Bread," mm-hmm. and it's written by uh, by Daddy by me, and uh, you can, it's a uh, just a two ninety nine. You can learn how to make sourdough bread at home, uh, and then you can eat it. Yeah, uh, I've had uh, two uh, listeners of the show uh, now message me and tell me that they bought your book. Wow! Um, don't. Uh, you don't have to do. <laughs> you really don't have to do that. Yeah, um, I don't even think anyone's told me they bought it. Why are they telling you? <laughs> That's very weird. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. If you're listening, and thanks for buying the book, you should go buy it now. It's only two ninety nine. It puts uh, money, and I was going to say in my pockets, but I don't. I don't know if it does. I have. I don't know if I've ever. Yeah. How do you get the? Do I, I don't know. So, <laughs> let's assume it does at some point. Let's let's assume Just one day. Straight. Straight gonna, to Jeff Bezos. I'm going to check a balance. It's going to say I got like $25,000 that I didn't know anything about. And I'm just going to, oh, okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, How to Make Extremely Damn Escalars and Sourdough Bread. That's the name of the book. Thank you, guys. And Christian, you are up. The next post. <laughs> Terrific. So a woman posted this to our polyamory. Uh-huh. Fresh, 34, male. Oh, well, I guess I screwed that. <laughs> okay. Well, well, that's a man. Okay. Fresh, 34 male newbie to non-monogamy in an open straight marriage. I'm wondering whether there's a good Tinder bio emoji besides the unicorn for signaling poly non-monogamy open marriage. 
I stopped explaining it in the bio because I wasn't getting any likes at all and have started explaining it once the conversation develops. <laughs> but I'd still like to have a signal that non-monog women would notice. Not looking for nor volunteering as a third, so unicorn doesn't seem accurate. Right. I just put the plus sign equals plus sign in there, meaning more equals more. I haven't seen anyone else use it, so I thought that wouldn't mean anything unless someone stopped to decode it. Any help? Mm. And uh, user Mr. Natural AZ commented, mm. for emoji, what about the parrot emoji? And then in parentheses, poly question mark? Yeah, that's clever. Uh, so, Geiger, you're famously known as the creator of the party parrot gift. So is there any sort of backstory to that little guy or is that just uh, uh No. Now, <laughs> what I find interesting is uh, he, 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 when he stopped uh, telling the truth, when he, when he was telling the truth, people didn't respond to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's trying to find a way to essentially not tell the truth. Yeah, and that's right. Convince people to to message him. Still, is that what I'm getting yep. out of this? Seems like a bad sign, right? Yep. <laughs> hey, I need to find a great way to lie, and then eventually <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> you guys, any have any suggestions? Um, no, because it's like uh, you have the you have the emoji, of whatever animal, and. Uh, yeah. If someone knows what that means, right, which is going to be a yeah, very just, limited number of people. <laughs> like uh, his, his thought process is, I just made something up. I've never seen it before, so I'm sure people can decode it. <laughs> like, yeah, what the hell? Like, if I saw that, I, I wouldn't. I would think they they're keyboard brokers. Like, like it looks looks yeah, stupid. Right? They just. <laughs> I put. Why can you just say more equals more? Why do you have to have a code for more equals more? Just go in there and just be, tell the guy, like, yeah, just put 1488 in your bio yeah. and uh, people will know. You will get a very that. interesting crowd <laughs> to do that. Believe you me. Now, this is uh, from our relationship advice uh, by user Boochagang. Title of the thread mm. is Sudden Polyamory Out of Nowhere. This girl who I've been seeing for a couple weeks fucked someone last night on Valentine's Day. Previously, while agreeing that we were going to keep things casual, we both agreed that polyamory sucks, and even if things were casual, we want to be exclusive. I feel like this is the worst way to introduce it, because even if it's been a few weeks, it still weirdly feels like cheating to me. Mm. Think I should just end it and move on? Uh, and every comment is, uh, she's cheating on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It weirdly yeah. feels like cheating to you? When, yes. Uh, <laughs> your, your girlfriend fucks someone else that you don't want, want her to? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sudden <laughs> the phrase sudden polyamory out of nowhere is such a <laughs> That's a great great way to Yeah, that that's someone who's gonna have a lot of trouble accepting like people's <laughs> deaths and stuff if he's <laughs> Yeah. Like Oh yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's very obtuse, like painfully obtuse. <laughs> like like my girlfriend fucked another guy on Valentine's Day. Like make Ooh, sure it dropped in it. Like <laughs> that's not a oh, buddy, mm-hmm. buddy boy. <laughs> That is, yeah, that is this, rough. This guy's got a rough, rough couple years ahead of him. <laughs> I'm hoping he's like 19, right? Uh, he's either 19 or like 45. Well, <laughs> like yeah. it's, well, it's, it's, I mean? hard, it's also hard to imagine like teenagers being uh, polyamorous. That just—they're all—they're all just. That's what they do. They're all just sucking and fucking all the time. Yeah, they're that's all fucking perverts do. who will roast in hell. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of hell, there's a person named uh, Jessica Joyce who went ahead and posted this to Facebook. Let's try to decode what she's she uh-huh. or they or whatever is trying to say. Mm. One expected aspect of polyamory is the bi discourse, that is, talking about bisexuality. Okay. One unexpected aspect of polyamory is the bi des- discourse, that is, talking about succubi and incubi. Mm. This is a conversation. Incubi have dicks and succubi have vaginas. Did you just confine seventh dimensional demons to the gender binary? This is a real conversation my partners and I are having. Mm. Man. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Freedom of (laughs) speech was a horrible (laughs) idea. Like that's. That uh, that's a group of people that if I was uh, at a party with them or something, I would uh, set myself on fire uh, yeah. just in order to make my just to exit as quickly as possible. Um, a real conversation. 
you know it's real because it was posted on Facebook right. and uh, with the quotes and everything. So yeah. <laughs> you have to if you're using those quotes, it has to be real. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that mm. sucks. Uh, I don't know what a, I didn't know there was a difference. First of all, I, I've heard of Incubus because of the great band, and uh, Succubus <laughs> yeah, is right. a classic thing. But yeah. I did I did I did I didn't for some reason I didn't think they were related at all. Uh, oh sure. So. One's male, one's male. Incubus is male, and uh, succubus is female. And you can remember that because uh, all women are demons. That's right. So just keep that in mind, and uh, it's easy to get it, get it kind of sorted out. And there are only two genders with yep, that's incubus right. and succubus. So and and everything else. Deal with that's it. right. Now, a gentleman posted a picture of a guy uh, who included pictures of his wife's lover in their wedding photos, which is kind of similar we <laughs> thing we had earlier. <clears throat> But the gentleman posted that and then uh, also added a comment. I also, I should note that this is from the subforum R. MGTOW. 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 Of course he's a cuck. I would have figured as much from merely looking at the picture. Multiple body modifications, like septum piercings, are emblematic of mental health issues and promiscuity for females. Guy on left screen's cuckold graduate probably writing another social science thesis on how polyamory will will dismantle institutionalized patriarchy to rationalize his beta feminization. You can spot wow. them in a crowd, man. Good God. And I want to give this guy points uh, for having the least racist uh, comment on that picture <laughs> on MGTOW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably, it probably it wasn't upvoted very much, but yeah, probably because of that. It was like, uh, sir, you left off some uh, key details. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all yeah, a string of slurs. Yeah, uh, just imagining the uh, these those guys' uh, keyboards, like the N's and the G's are just like <laughs> yeah, the, the, <laughs> the letters are just off, worn yeah, off. Yeah, worn off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So is he saying that the uh, so he's saying that septum piercings are emblematic? So a woman with a septum piercing, yep. she has mental signals. health issues and she's uh, promiscuous. Okay, and the guy on the left is a, okay, great, mm-hmm. so, uh, graduate, which is it's like, pretty, it's like, the, like pretty good, I guess. I don't, I'm not sure good. exactly what that means. Yeah, what's the what's the ranking system on that? What's the what's what's your GPA got to be in order to get through that? Uh, what would GPA stand for? Let's let's figure it oh. out. It's gonna be funny, right, Christian? You, you said it. You're gonna come up with something real funny, right? Well, let's see. It's polyamory. So group, <laughs> group, uh, polyamory. Is that two two on the yep. nose? There, it's perfect. Great. That's the next T-shirt we're putting out, folks. <laughs> All right. So let's head back to our relationship voice again. Uh huh. This is a fun little post I found on there, and I took the lady's name out because she has a lot of other posts about her kids on there, and I didn't want anybody to go and find her. So, before I start, I want to say, please don't berate me. I know I've been a terrible (laughs) wife. I don't need anyone confirming that fact for me. Not long after we got married, I realized I wasn't satisfied with our sex, so I asked him about threesomes, and he said never. Mm. But I bothered him about it until he gave up, and we had one with another man. That only made our sex life worse than before. Mm. Eventually, I demanded we started swinging, and he declined again, but again, I was able to talk him into it. Mm. After only a few times of going to the group, told me that if they that we weren't welcome anymore because my husband kept abruptly leaving in the middle of it, and mm. it was making them all uncomfortable. We argued for a while about him embarrassing me, and he reclused himself for a few days. The next time we spoke, I brought up wanting to an open marriage, and he agreed straight away if it meant that I didn't harass him endlessly until he agreed anyways. <laughs> well, then God. he met a woman named Vicky, and mm. since then he's been saying all he's been an all around better man, father and husband. Yeah. All of the affection, lust, and passion from beginning is back on his end, and it's better than ever. But I feel like a piece of shit. I feel like Adolf Hitler himself for grinding down the man I love into a mere shell of himself, only for him to become better than he ever was from the emotional support of another woman. I know this is my fault, but I don't want an open marriage anymore. She's stealing him from me, and I deserve it. I've truly learned my lesson. I will be a better wife. I promise. I'm dying with jealousy. I want him to be mine again. This is the lowest position I've ever been in, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to make myself better and repair our relationship. 
I know I've been awful, but please don't be too nasty to me. I'm already paying the price, and I won't put this crap, pull this crap ever again, whether it be with him or a theoretical future partner. Nice, nice close on mm-hmm. that one. Great. So the top comment on this post is, what did you think was going to happen? Play stupid games and win stupid prizes. Yes. So, yes. Play yeah. stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's exactly what Adolf Hitler did. <laughs> As, uh, she says she feels like, what the hell was that thrown in there for? I feel like, some days I just feel like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, that seems a little much, but okay. A little bit. Get it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not not a good person to compare yourself to in the middle of a rant. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I do. A lady uh, basically bullying her husband into like an open marriage and then being like, wait, he's happier with someone else? <laughs> he's yeah. a better man and father without me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> making him have a threesome that he abruptly leaves in the middle of? Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Yeah, usually when when uh, my wife bullies me, I I don't feel better. I uh, <laughs> feel bad, which and that's why I feel bad all the time because she she bullies me all the time. So no surprise at the uh, relationship advice uh, subreddit is a great source for this episode, and mm-hmm. this is also from that subreddit. Uh, my boyfriend is polyamoric and has a crush on another person. How can I tell him this kind of hurts me? Mm. My boyfriend is a bit polyamoric, but I am not. He's the most loyal person I know, though, and I have big trust in him because he helped me during some of my darkest times. He also has a friend, and they have a great connection because his friends care for him a lot. A few days ago, he confessed to me that he has a crush on his friend. I'm kind of slow with emotions, so I didn't know what to tell him the first and second day after that. But yesterday, and especially today, I felt that this kind of hurts me because she also kind of has a crush on him, and they sometimes behave a bit flirty around each other. Mm. At first, I told him that I don't really have a problem with the crush and their behavior because, well, at that time, I really didn't. But I know I feel how this hurts me because I already have a hard time with reflecting my emotions and don't notice how I feel for a long time after an event. I'm scared of telling all this to my boyfriend because I really don't want to hurt him and seem like an envious asshole, but I need to talk about it because my depression already got worse because of that. Mm. Every time I'm on his Discord server with him and her, I talk even less than I normally do with these with people present. I don't know that well. Any advice would be appreciated because I don't want this standing between him and me. Uh, here's some good advice from user Dead Lizard. I would start with, listen, polygamy's gross. You want seven wives? Join the fucking Mormon church and move to Utah, shitbird. Yep, exactly. Pretty good. Yep, yep. Um, but this lady's a dunce. Yeah, lady 100%. Doesn't and know. she keeps she keeps interrupting her boyfriend and his crush's Discord dates, which is very, very rude. Very rude, so. yeah. Uh, I am kind of slow with emotions. <laughs> It took, Ugh, took three like to days for her to be like, huh, so my boyfriend has a crush on another girl. Huh. Hmm. Well, hmm. Tr- not interesting. Going to simmer on this one yeah. for a little bit. See. Also, my, it starts with my boyfriend is a bit uh, polyamoric. That, that, that's not with that. That's not like a trait. <laughs> if you're in a committed relationship, you can just have, right? Hey, honey, I got my 23 and me back. It turns out I'm like 4% polyamoric. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, this lady's a bit bit of a dense lady. <laughs> and, uh, well, hopefully she, in a couple years, uh, long after he moved out, she'll figure out that he, he left and uh, she'll she'll move on and, and uh, have her second boyfriend at the age of 55. Just every day, every day takes two weeks in this woman's life. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Great. Yeah. Well, this uh, this is a post from a guy named uh, Kevin Lee Lewis. Great. Who posted this to the Pagan Poly Facebook group, hmm. which has some great cover image art. You can probably imagine it's a bunch of symbols and uh, just uh, hideous looking people. So, his post is, Hi there, my name is Kevin, and I was raised by my mother in a polygamous nudist community in Brazil, and I was raised in a pagan environment since I was born with my sister and my brother, and my sister and I are in a polygamous marriage relationship. Please contact us for further information. Hmm. Uh, most of the responses to this were, wait, what? Yeah, Kevin, I have, I, have, I want a whole lot more information there, pal. Um... Okay, raised by his mother in a polygamous nudist community in Brazil, right? And also raised in a pagan environment since he was born, correct? With his sister 
and brother. Correct. And, and uh, my He's, sister and I, brother, and sister, and him are in a uh, polygamous, polygamous marriage relationship. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite type of uh, relationships are those marriage relationships. Mm. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, th- uh, welcome to the group, Kevin. With the- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but uh, Pagan Polly Facebook group sounds really, really good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. There's a lot, a lot of selfies being shared on there. Just and, what you uh, want. A lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of people using uh, anime stickers to cover their genitals when posting images there, which is, you know, you you know, you know what I'm saying. That's not in any way surprising. In any way. <laughs> Uh, but I think we're going to cut it off there. That's a great uh, great way to end the main part of the episode. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash report this post. You'll get, uh, we have a lot more polygamy posts that we're going to share over there. Uh, go on over there, subscribe, sign up. You'll get that episode. It comes up, They come out the exact same time as the regular episode, so uh, you'll get them both on, on your feed at the same time. You can just hop from one to the other. Uh, it's like magic, folks. Don't know what to tell you, right? Yeah. And speaking Sounds of magic, good. let's get to our next segment. It's called Twitter Twitten. Now, Twitter Twitten is a game dedicated to the funniest lady on Twitter. Oh no, she Twitten, and uh, her, the magic that she, the spells that she uh, casts are uh, uh, comedically brilliant tweets that cover politics, pop culture, and more. And I'm going to read three of those tweets to Christian right now. But the catch is that one of them was actually written by me. And Christian has to guess which one. Christian, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Now, I I, uh, dug a bit into the archives, and I went with uh, one of our uh, classic topics for this week's, which was uh, old uh, Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) Great. That... uh, (laughs) <laughs> that unmemorable lady that ran for president a little bit ago. And uh, 70,000 <laughs> results later, you were able to pick up. Yes, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. So here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. A room in Liz Warren's house where she comes up with good ideas is called a plan cave. Oh, fucking bitch. <laughs> okay. When people say Liz Warren is running for VP, do they think the VP stands for vagina president? Okay. And just subscribe to Liz Warren's only plans account. <laughs> oh no I hate it okay alright let's go again. through them again for the folks at home a room in Liz Warren's house where she comes up with good ideas is called a plan cave when people says Liz Warren is running for VP do they think VP stands for vagina president and I just subscribed to Liz Warren's only plans account oh dog shit Twitter, Twitter. God. <laughs> yeah right um I'm going to say that the vagina president one was... Vagina here. president? Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, let's see here. Okay. Mm. A room in Liz Warren's house where she comes with the good ideas is called God a plan damn. cave. God damn it's called it. Called a plan cave. And that's Hell's how you best. play Twitter twitting, folks. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Well, uh, now that that's out of the way, Christian, I do have a question to ask of you. Uh-huh. Were there any posts this week that made you say, This ain't it, this ain't it, this ain't it, if this shit sucks, why'd you post this great message, this ain't it, kill yourself. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So you're back off Twitter again. That's right. I deactivated uh, so I'm again. I'm not even, not even going to keep bother keeping track of this shit. It's because you'll just pop up again. That's right. Like a little little vole out of the ground. So there's been a lot of hubbub on Twitter this week uh, when a gal who claimed to be a witch uh, supposedly died after trying to contact uh, Papa Legba, okay. who's a Haitian voodoo deity. Mm. Uh, she also was white, Uh-oh. so a gal named Baby X Kami, great name, posted this to Twitter. 
White witches, stop summoning and calling on black slash indigenous ancestors slash deities for help. Your ancestors abused and acted genocide and enslaved them. Your white ass can't even let them rest in peace. You calling them to do your work and bidding, just like your racist great grandpappy. Mm-hmm. How entitled must you be to demand space and practices that were created to protect us from you? Created because we had to hide our practices because your people thought we were evil and tried to beat it out of us. Mm. So this gal continued these threads and uh, then did the classic, I'm not mad, I'm actually laughing when everyone told her to uh, shut the fuck up, including yeah. <laughs> other uh, African-American practitioners of witchcraft that was like, why Why are you doing this? Uh-huh. So. I read that series of tweets and said to myself, this ain't it, chief. Yeah, I'm looking at her now. Uh, profile is locked, which is not at all <laughs> surprising. She is also polyamorous, says right in her, hey. right in her, her profile there. Keeping it on theme. That yeah. Way. Terrific. Um, so she, this, uh, this white gal died, tried to contact a, a voodoo deity? That's right. And I couldn't quite figure How? out what it was just like she died after... It, it, Everybody's saying that she Papa Legba came and killed her like fucking Candyman or something, but um. <laughs> yeah, it was like a uh, to to keep it on uh, recent themes. It was like a Final Fantasy summon came out and uh, and just did a whole uh, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine point hit right on her, <laughs> just, just uh, right knocked up, her yeah, ass down. One. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before I get to my uh, This Ain't It, Chief, we're for uh, an unprecedented moment in podcast history. We're going to play a listener's submitted This Ain't It, Chief. Yes, sir. Uh, Last week's Patreon episode, we introduced the idea of uh, our patrons calling up and uh, leaving us their uh, This Ain't It, Chief. Uh, And we're actually going to open it up to the unwashed mashes as, uh, as well. Mashes? All right. Uh, and what you can do is you can call 904-468-POST and you can just uh, read off a, a post that you have that's uh, re- made you uh, be very upset this week and we will we will play it on the podcast if it's not bad or if it's not uh, like a fake, a clearly fake post, which we got one <laughs> this week, uh, which was disappointing to me. But that's fine. We can't, not all of our listeners are uh, good people. Um, but if you call 904-468-POST, you can leave your own This Ain't It Chief. Now, Christian, do you yes, have sir. a post to play for us? Yes, this is uh, this is Nathan, who has called in a number of times. Yes. Uh, this He has left us a uh, This Ain't It Chief post. It's a little bit of a heartwarming story, mm-hmm. uh, something that happened to him, so he has a, a post in reference to. So let's hear what Nathan has to say. All right. Hello, this is Nathan at Pusketeer. And I have a This Ain't It Chief for you. (laughs) So, I live in the humble Canadian province of Nova Scotia. And as you may be aware, a couple of weeks ago, there was a horrific mass murder which happened here. 22 people were killed. And the perpetrator was shot and killed at a gas station about half an hour's drive away from where I live. Mm. Fun stuff. It's the worst mass killing in Canada in decades. And you better believe I found a shitty post related to it. This is from an account called at Canada's NFA, which is apparently Mm. the Twitter account of something called the National Firearms Association, which is cliched as it would be to say that this essentially seems to be Canada's equivalent of the NRA. Mm. That is very much what it looks like. And they even have their own news website. Anyway, they tweeted this in response to the tragedy. Firearm owners grieve with Nova Scotians. The choices of a cold-blooded killer enabled by trust in authority are what kill people, not the tools he used. Yeah. Gun control never protects the public. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, this tweet received 893 replies nice. telling them basically to shut the fuck up, uh-huh. in contrast to 32 retweets and 146 likes. Pretty good ratio there. Uh-huh. And uh, the tweet they posted right after that was a link to an article on what seems to be their own news website called the National Telegraph, with the headline, Liberals Use Tragic Nova Scotia Shooting to Push Gun Agenda. Mm. (laughs) Good. So, yeah. (laughs) With all that in mind, this definitely made me say, this ain't it, Chief. Great. 
Thank you. Thank you, Bye. Nathan. Uh, very, it's good to hear some of our stuff cross the border sometime. You know? <laughs> yeah, a little cultural synergy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. In these trying times, it's to unite as a people like that is very special. Um, I, it is it is great for uh, the uh, pro gun account to clearly use the tragedy to politicize their agenda and then uh, immediately write the article that says <laughs> that liberals are trying to do the same thing to them. Love it. Mm. Yeah. So thanks, Nathan. Uh, that is a that is a good submission. Again, nine zero four four six eight post. If you call, you leave a voicemail. Uh, 904, by the way, is the area code for Jacksonville. Don't know why that's the uh, area code for a voicemail. We don't live in Jacksonville. Um, if you're wondering that's why. That's what Google gave me. Yeah. Okay. Curious. Don't know why that why that's about why some suspicious activity that Christian's doing, I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah. Just ignore all the other text messages and everything going through that. Hey, have you uh, did you watch McMillions on HBO? What? Okay. No. Uh, what the hell is that? Well, it's about uh, the uh, McDonald's Monopoly game. Was uh, there was a big scam involved in it? Oh no! Whole... Yeah, I did watch that. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it all went through Jacksonville, so I'm, I'm suspecting yeah, some sort of a rigged game. <laughs> that's you're, what I'm you're doing. doing that's, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay, so I'm trying to get the park the park pl- or boardwalks. Okay, so it. I've uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for bringing it up. It was off script, and you uh, you panicked. So uh, I found this comment on Reddit.com. Uh-huh. I never understood how people, especially women, just refuse or don't want to have sex. They okay. somehow believe that sex is unnatural. It's like saying you don't want food to go into your mouth and that the act of chewing is too much to bear or something. She literally can lay on her back, use some lubricant, and go to sleep. There's nothing more to be done there. Literally. And the guy will last all of three to five minutes with a condom on. No difference from using a dildo. A hard object going into a hole that it's meant to go into. Women can have zero attachment, barely even feel a dick, and then go right back to watching a movie and eating some popcorn. Like, how are y'all pretending like a natural lubricated hole where a penis is supposed to go equals such a torturous act? It's no different than drinking a glass of water. Even if you're not really thirsty at all, it won't kill you. So, uh, rape, that famous activity where no one's killed or <laughs> no, hurt no in any way. whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that post and said, uh, this ain't it, Chief. Folks, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Again, patreon.com slash report this post. More great content. Uh, as good as that, certainly. Uh, <laughs> we do two episodes a week. Uh, my book, How to Make Extremely Damn Escadars and Sourdough Bread, is on Amazon. It's on iTunes or whatever it's called now. Uh, rate and review the show. Uh, we haven't asked anyone to do that in a while, and uh, nope. you guys haven't done it, I've noticed, which is fine. <laughs> don't care. I, at this point, I don't think it matters. We, we're just, we're, we are what we are, and there's no no more uh, expecting to uh, improve or grow the audience or uh, uh, make better content. Um, uh, Christian, you got anything? No. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>